0: All bad things. Tragedies,
1: disasters. Bad things.
0: Trigger warning for everything possible.
1: What? Hello, I'm David. I'm Rachel. And welcome to our two hundred and fiftieth episode of All Bad Things. Yay! Yay.
0: Welcome everybody. Welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can find us on all your favorite social medias and emails at
0: Insta, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitch at all bad things pod. Email us all bad at gmail.com. Join our Facebook discussion group and our Discord.
1: Do all of those things. Yes. And what are we beveraging on tonight?
0: Um. First, I'm going to go grab that box of Kleenex. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> because I am working on a cold <laughs> yes. on this occasion of our 250th episode. Yes. Not COVID, thankfully. A couple negative tests, but um, still not and, super uh, fun. And
1: losing your voice here and there a little bit. A little
0: bit. bit. <laughs> But um, to help restore my voice, mm-hmm. I am drinking. Ah, uh, darker the berry by Gizmo Brew Works.
1: And where is Gizmo Brew Works out of? It's North Raleigh. Carolina, isn't it? Yeah, it's I was going to say, is
0: it Raleigh? Yeah, it's local. I
1: guess we've never been there. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, pretty sure we've mentioned that, but yeah.
1: yeah. Hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. yes, it is a North Carolina beer.
0: It's a local North Carolina.
1: Literally, beer. right in our backyard.
0: Yes, indeed.
1: So we have. Yet again, I think for the third time in the past year and a half, maybe, something like that, have redone the...
0: Yes. This, uh,
1: the kids' room slash office slash new office.
0: Yes. We have a two-bedroom townhome, and uh, we've done multiple things with this second bedroom.
1: Including nothing with it for a while. Yeah. It just sat here...
0: It, that's so sad. ...collecting
1: dust for a to while. To
0: think that we just, like, didn't even utilize kind it. kind of abandoned
1: it for a little bit. We
0: did, early on. Yes, but now it is being remodeled into a functioning home office slash library slash recording studio. Yes. With a snake rug.
1: Yes, it, it just... <laughs> snake pattern rug, still not an actual snake. Yes. That would be <laughs> That would be, yeah, that'd be a little bit dangerous, but that would be a good backdrop for all bad things. Like, we'll record a podcast <laughs> while there's snake live snakes around us. But um, unfortunately, still can't fit a drum set.
0: Sorry, but my maybe. piano's that. Maybe up.
1: one day. Yes, the piano. I'll have to learn piano. I guess. There you go. Yes.
0: I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be relearning it.
1: There you go. Yes, yeah, it's been a while since that thing's been out.
0: It has. It's been several years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm sure the audience is fascinated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we should. Uh, I don't know. Maybe put up pictures at some point. I don't. I, I, I don't put up know a if picture we. Picture of the snake rug. <laughs> Did you? Okay. I don't know if we put up any pictures of when it changed over from the kids office or a kids room to the the first office and now it's yeah, the, that was and just, now it's the new office that
0: was more just like furniture changing
1: true yep. not the whole complexion
0: but if anyone is local and wants a gigantic curio cabinet please let us know it will help get it out of our living room yes
1: <laughs> uh, please do yes <laughs> all of those things
0: yes everyone who's Inquired about it from Craigslist has flaked out.
1: <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I figured that, I figured that's why it was still sitting there today. So again, this is our two hundred fiftieth episode. We decided not to do anything special for it because.
0: Well, I'm glad we didn't because if we were recording this live, mm. my performance would not be very good. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: okay. People would understand. Yeah, but well, you're a little under the weather. Yeah, my but, throat's uh, not happy. But. Somehow we've arrived at 250 250. episodes, and the how we've arrived at 250 episodes is largely due to our fans.
0: Our listeners. Yes, and we thank you very much. Very much. Yes.
1: And so, Mm -hmm. because I was going to do this for the 250, that's two episodes in a row that I was going to do, you're like, wait, we have a script for that already.
0: Only because Mm -hmm. the author of this script, Matt... Mm -hmm reached out and was like, oh, hey, Hey, just a reminder, uh, I did send a script on this um, two years ago.
1: (laughs) Like we said, we'll get to to them eventually. We are still true to our word. Somebody had a three-year wait.
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: This person gets a two-year wait, but we get to them. We do eventually. All of them, eventually, (laughs) is the key word.
0: I I just am so glad that Matt reached out because... If not, then you would have like and gone I, and researched it. And I'm and glad I told you pushed, yes. what I
1: wanted to do for the last episode. <coughs> Otherwise, that's two in a row that I would have just been like, ah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thankfully, that did not happen. Right. And thank you once again, Matt, for... This looks like a very like uh, detailed... Yes. Mm-hmm. Very detailed um, research, as everybody does. And... This is the death of Dale Earnhardt number 3 the intimidator.
0: Oh, was that his car number? His car number was oh, okay. 3. Okay, and the nickname was the, the intimidator. intimidator of the car or of him.
1: Uh probably both because okay. the car was pretty much all black except oh, okay. for except for like the number was white and had like a red outline.
0: So he didn't have all the the logos. Oh, he had all that stuff, oh. but
1: the car itself was just oh, Okay. and the way he drove the car he let's let's put it this way he earned that nickname
0: okay gotcha yeah we're, um,
1: we're we're back in the day he came up in the era of you know rubbing is racing if anybody has ever seen days of thunder rubbing is racing. rubbing is ra- meaning like you tap somebody here and there and that's oh i
0: gotcha, I gotcha. um i would like to just at 180
1: <laughs> miles an hour <laughs> hopefully nothing bad yeah. will happen
0: i just like to reiterate that I retract my fuck Dale Earnhardt statement from a previous Yeah, episode. I'm kind of surprised you
1: left that in there. I, I would not have left that in.
0: Because of... It, it was the context. You baited me.
1: I did not bait you. <laughs> not literally. No. But
0: it was part of a joke.
1: Yeah, I guess. I,
0: I mean, I literally have no affinity for Dale Earnhardt. I have no animosity towards him. Sure. Hence the fuck Dale Earnhardt being a little strong, just a bit. But um, well, I, I have perhaps no perhaps interest after this, one way or the other.
1: Perhaps after this episode, you will have an affinity. Well, if it I learn like that he's he was uh, a
0: great guy or something, yeah,
1: it looks like he's getting into the. Um. Looks like he's getting into the entire career, not just the race that. Okay. Leads to his death.
0: Yeah, and that's really interesting too. So he did die in Racing. like 2000? 2001. one, two thousand one. Pre just pre nine eleven right yes
1: like uh, I believe the date was February fourteenth or fifteenth oh, okay so just few off, months, of, yeah. off of recollect because usually um, the da- <coughs> the Daytona five hundred which is the first race of NASCAR every year okay is like around Valentine's Day oh great. like it's like the second weekend in September usually it's not in it, in there's February? no or in February I'm sorry uh-huh. um, there's no reason that, I mean there, there's no connection to Valentine's Day. And the Daytona 500, mm-hmm. it just always happens to be around that date.
0: Well, it's beautiful weather in Daytona, I'm imagining.
1: Sure. Um. Especially in February.
0: So, basically, NASCAR starts up as the NFL is winding up.
1: Winding down is over. Oh,
0: sorry, winding down. Yes. Well, by winding up, I meant, like...
1: Oh, loosening, yes, uh, wrapping up. Wrapping is up, what you
0: that's meant. what I meant, yes. Um, <coughs> and it lasts
1: till november like just a week before thanksgiving it's a long NASCAR season has? yes it's like a nine that month is long really season long. yeah so
0: um what's the different oh well, there are different cars in nascar uh, so no. i know nothing about nascar is NASCAR, no, no, no. well, nascar and indy oh yes so the cars is, are completely because i know no, i know very little about car <laughs> racing so in every
1: little. in every league there are lots of them well we're not going to get into any league in races. every racing league Whatever the league is, is for a specific Type make of, of car. Form. Okay. You know, This is stock cars.
0: St- what is a stock car?
1: Uh, built to stock, like built to be, I don't know. Okay. The technical. <laughs> but these are stock cars. Um, Do
0: they just look like normal cars, kind of-ish?
1: They used to. When okay. he was, well, anyway, we're going to get into okay. the episode. <laughs> I'm asking <each laughs> because, of <the> questions <laughs> off the bat. Yes. So this is the second motorsports tragedy we've done. After the nineteen fifty five Le Mans disaster, which I believe was like in well, the fifties or sixties, as far Matt as episodes, wrote that? yes, he did two
0: years ago. <laughs> oh, that so it was beyond be, that. Yes, I don't know if we, I don't know if we've done any motorsports disasters since.
1: Ah, that's true.
0: It, we may have. I don't know. We've done. I car don't remember. Crashes, we have
1: but... motorsports. I am not sure.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that.
1: So uh, Matt's sources are Wikipedia, of course. Uh huh. FoxSports.com, Motorsport.com, At the Altar of Speed, The Fast Life Mm -hmm. and Tragic Death of Dale Earnhardt, a book by Lee Montbell. I know who that is. Oh, who is it? Uh, He's a sports columnist. He used to go on, he used to be on ESPN a lot. Mm. Uh, Earnhardt Nation, a book by Jay Busby. I know who that is. Same thing. He's a sports sports columnist. And The Day, Remembering Dale Earnhardt, a Mm. documentary film. Hmm. Mm. I might have to check that out.
0: I vaguely remember when he died, possibly, but it didn't mean anything to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I was, the funny thing is, I was up in Virginia Beach visiting my buddy Scott, Mm. who at the time was going to Johnson and Wales, the the culinary school, and I remember we watched some of it during the day, Mm -hmm. and then went to the beach, and then... When we were driving home, because I still lived in Greenville, South right. Carolina at mm-hmm. the time, Chad still lived in Raleigh. Well, mm-hmm. Chad had just moved to Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Our former guest, special mm-hmm. guest Chad. So we were we were going back to Chad's house, and I was going to go back to, to Greenville the next morning. Um, and then on the way home is when we heard like that, he like had, on the radio. He, yes, like he had died. and We were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I've never been a big NASCAR fan.
0: But he was the biggest He was
1: the biggest right? name in that league, that league. Like, for I have sure. heard of him. Well, of course. Well, actually,
0: I've heard a little more of Junior, but sure. still. Sure, both of them. The Dale Earnhardt name is huge. Yeah, I mean,
1: NASCAR probably wouldn't be where it is, popularity-wise, without Dale Earnhardt. He's, I, like, one of the...
0: I think I could name Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Gordon.
1: Sure, yeah. But a lot of people hated Jeff Gordon. <laughs> a lot of fans really? did. Really? Why? He, yes. Was he I a mean, jerk? Just, no, it's just... I don't know. Should I say he was fuck a, Jeff Gordon? No. Uh, oh. It's just that he was from California... He, oh, hadn't, he hadn't he hadn't grown up on like Coast the boy. on the dirt tracks like everybody else, uh-huh. you know.
0: He was a fancy pants,
1: a little bit, but he was also pretty good, which is why also people hated him. But yes, Nas- NASCAR, <laughs> sure, but yeah, NASCAR. There's no way it is where it is without Dale Earnhardt. Okay. It's just the intimidator. None. Yes. So Ralph Dale Earnhardt. Oh, his name Again, is Ralph. A southern thing. I don't understand it. It's not just,
0: completely just a southern thing, but it's more common in the south. I've I think. never people go by their middle names. I've
1: never heard of. Well, I've never hung out in many other regions, but I've never heard like down in the One southeast. Of my
0: aunt goes by her middle name, and she's born and raised in Miami. That's which interesting. Is the south. It
1: is not. <clears throat> but this is like the main place where people will go by their middle names. But there's I, a lot of that. I, I don't I know why it is, but anyway. So he was born on April 29th, nineteen fifty one, in Kannapolis, North Carolina, oh. one hundred forty three miles or two hundred thirty kilometers southwest of Raleigh, about a two and a half hour drive.
0: Is that that like near Charlotte?
1: When yes, I was I was gonna say when we're on our way yeah. when we're on our way to Greenville because we still yes. I still have friends there. Uh-huh. We'll drive through. Yeah. Uh, Kannapolis.
0: Okay, is it farther from us than Charlotte? It must be a two little and bit and a half hours yeah. away. Yeah,
1: something like, or about the same.
0: Well, because Charlotte's only like two-ish, right? Well, mm. uh, no, like two and a half. <coughs> <coughs> uh. Again,
1: yeah. Everybody's excited to know. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I have heard of Canapolis, though.
1: Yeah, it's not very far. So he is the son of Martha, who still lives in the family home today, oh, and wow. Ralph Earnhardt, a famous local race car driver in the days of NASCAR's infancy.
0: <coughs> now again, we have to caveat that this was all accurate as of two years ago if she was an older lady we we aren't 100% sure
1: well anyway
0: <clears throat> i'm just saying oh i know matt wrote this script two years yes. ago it was accurate as of that yeah. yes okay and it was our problem that we <laughs> didn't do it until now
1: so dale dropped out of school when he was only 16 to pursue a career in racing like his father
0: oh so this is a multi-generational thing. yes
1: Though this decision put a notable strain on his relationship with Ralph, who insisted Dale finish school before going racing, Dale would go on to have a net worth of seventy million oh dollars, and he would call his decision to leave school the greatest regret of his life, which is interesting. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, like if you have that much money, there's not much to feel like you haven't done. True. So you'd just be like, yeah, it's like yeah, I've got seventy million dollars, but I
1: don't even have a, you know, I don't even have a GED. <laughs> I,
2: and I, I do
0: agree that like if you're. Like, even if you're going to drop out of uh, school as a teenager, like, just fucking get your GED.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just, just
0: get the paper. Just get the yeah. diploma. Yeah. I didn't legitimately go to junior high or, or senior high school. Yeah, just go I just got my GED get, at get, 16, and that was that. Get your good enough degree. Good enough. <laughs> That's right. Because you know what? Nobody's going to give a shit.
1: True. Yes.
0: Unless you're in a very specific, specific field track, yes. you know.
1: So, shortly after Dale's racing career began, his dad, Ralph, died suddenly of a heart attack at the family home on September 26, 1973, when Dale was just 22 oh, wow. years old. Ralph's death deeply affected Dale, who had grown to love racing through his father. So, so
0: both, like, two generations, both senior and junior, were there for the sudden young deaths mm-hmm. of their fathers. Mm-hmm.
1: So Dale began his NASCAR Grand National Series career, now known as the NASCAR Cup Series, in 1975, making his first start at the age of 24 at Charlotte Motor Speedway yeah. in one of NASCAR's most prestigious events, the World 600, which I believe is now called the Coca-Cola 600. Okay. That's he a six hundred. That's a six hundred mile race instead of the usual five hundred. Wow.
0: So how many? How long? It's is a lot the of track? laps.
1: It's I don't know, but he'll probably okay. get into that. <laughs> That that's going into specific things because every track is literally different.
0: Oh, I, so there's not a standard. There is okay, not. I didn't Mm-mm. know that. So and aren't they banked?
1: Most of them, yes. And have to be. You
0: left. You turn left. Yes. Constant left turns. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay. Constant left turns at 180 miles an hour with 30 other cars trying to do the same thing. Thank like, God. <laughs> no thanks.
0: It's it's nerve wracking enough driving on the highway. Yes.
1: So, beginning full-time in the 1979 season, he would win the Rookie of the Year title. In only his second full-time season, Dale Earnhardt won the 1980 NASCAR Winston Cup Championship, start springing, springboarding his legendary career. So, the Winston Cup, it's not called that anymore. Now, mm-hmm. I think it's called the Nextel Cup or the something. So,
0: it's just based on sponsorship names, Yes, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was the Winston Cup for a long time, but since Winston is cigarettes...
0: Right, that changed. Well, so so to be a rookie quote in car racing, he was almost thirty at that point. Close to it, yeah. So
1: that's not that's not uncommon. That's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. These. I wouldn't. I back then probably not. Okay. Because back then you're talking about guys that had to come up through like the circuits and okay. like it's a whole world that you and I have no. Right. I have some idea it exists because gotcha. my grandfather and my uncle both raced in uh, Syracuse, New York, I'm not in, sure in that I knew area. That. I thought I told you that before. On, no? your,
0: on your mom's side? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you may have. You may have. That sounds vague. Yes. Familiar.
1: So I do have but race. But like local race yes, stuff. I do have it in my family, but that's where if you're 16 years old, 20 years old, and you want to old, race, yeah. you wanna get started, that's where you start on so, the local tracks.
0: Okay. So these are like local sanctioned races. This isn't like drag racing, street racing? No. Stuff. It's same okay. thing.
1: It's a bunch of left turns. Okay. But it's on a... If you're not in a 200,000-seat stadium. Mm-hmm. You're in a 1,000-seat yeah. dirt track. Right.
0: Well, I respect that. Yes. I don't respect fucking street racers. That's I think, that's, yeah. I think that is dangerous as shit because you can harm infrastructure and, of course, you can harm other people. So that's just bullshit.
1: So no street racing.
0: No street racing, kids. It's dangerous. It's like every 50s movie, drag racing kid. You know, killed. James Dean.
1: Because like, our audience has seen quite a few 1950s movies. <laughs> we may have we We <laughs> may, may have a couple.
0: <coughs>
1: <coughs> so th- there will be no dead air tonight because of Rachel's cough. That's right. I'll
0: <laughs> fill in the silence.
1: It'll be great. So in 1981, Dale Earnhardt's team would be sold to the Richard Childress Racing Team. Again, he was the owner of the racing team. They went on to win a lot of titles. So
0: they... They're not just individuals, they're no. teams? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that.
1: Nope. After just a few races, Childress would tell Earnhardt to leave the team in search of a more competitive ride worthy of Dale's talent. And oh. that after he built the team into a winner, he would bring Earnhardt back. In 1984, yeah. after two years of driving for Bud Moore, Childress held true to his word and brought Earnhardt back to drive what would become his signature number three car for the first time and cement a lifelong friendship between the two. Though the car was initially sponsored by Wrangler Jeans. I kind of remember that. Oh,
0: Wrangler Jeans. Sporting
1: the the gold and blue colors. Uh In
0: 1988,
1: would see the change to the GM Goodwrench, Goodwrench for sponsorship in the now iconic black paint scheme. So, yeah. I'm sure there's a picture of that in here.
0: Wrangler Jeans. I remember when he had
1: that car. Wow. For the first couple of years.
0: I feel like you can only buy Wranglers at Walmart now. I feel like that's they're in like an exclusive deal or something. I think they're that at Target too. Are they? I think so. Something because like they're that. like they've the, made a bit of a comeback, I believe. They're like the the working man's jeans, right? Isn't that their sort of their like cowboys? Like yeah, that. yeah. Like yeah, like cowboys wear Wranglers. Yeah, sort of a thing. that's the image they want to yeah, put out there anyway. Yeah. Rugged. Yeah, built to love. like yeah. you, you wear your Wrangler Wranglers and you drive your Ford uh f1
1: cowboys like the most famous country singers like who have their hair done up and have like everything that but they're you know they're but they're yeah they they keep their ear to the ground (laughs) yeah they're just like everybody else like
0: i don't think well you know what maybe garth brooks wore wranglers he wore ill-fitting clothes constantly
1: the the quad colored shirt oh my
0: god that he made famous no it's hard (laughs) to think of a singer who has worse fashion sense than garth brooks it what, depends on who you are. Well, no, here's what I mean. Because people could say like, Prince
1: had the worst fashion. Oh,
0: no. Well, Prince that's, was a but, legend. But that's you. But the thing is, like, it's not even his aesthetic, right? Like, it's okay if you want to wear your quad-colored shirts and your acid wash jeans or whatever he wore. But, um, like, make them fit. <laughs> he... He wore like off the rack stuff, and it's like, Garth, you make enough money that you can have this shit tailored. It will be flattering if you get it tailored to your body. like it's it's not the body under the clothes that's making the clothes bad. It's the clothes on the body that are making the clothes bad. And if you can afford tailoring, you should afford tailoring, Garth. I didn't know I had such strong feelings about Garth Brooks and Taylor.
1: so we're talking about the death of Taylor and right
0: proceed so to
1: to get back to that
0: i have feelings apparently about fashion you do i actually country fashion i actually do have very strong opinions about fashion even though if anyone could see what i'm wearing now like i give very few shits about fashion for myself i just watched way too much project runway going growing up so there
1: we go moving on moving on so by 1998, Dale had won 70 races and seven championships. So okay. T- let me let me just keep going. Okay. Tying Richard Petty for the most all time. Oh,
0: I've heard of Richard Petty.
1: Dale had won everything there was to win in the sport, with the exce- exception of one race, the Daytona 500.
0: Okay, I would I would I haven't gotten to my question. Yeah. So two things. One is when I was younger, I thought Richard Petty and Tom Petty were the same person. Not even. They're close. not. Um. Although something tells me that maybe Tom Petty liked racing. Or was cool with it. Like maybe he liked getting high and watching the cars make left turns.
1: Okay. Then
0: also my <laughs> other question, how many races are in a season of NASCAR? So if he won well, 7 it's, it's races, ju- but what does that mean? The
1: season is about 9 months long, so I I believe every season they- every weekend. So I believe oh, okay. I believe the racing calendar is like 35 or 36 races in a season and so highly
0: com- very difficult to win oh fuck yeah <laughs> yes like
1: th- there are plenty of people who have competed in nascar that won. have never won a race
0: mm-hmm. okay so him winning 70, 70. is that's like remarkable. two seasons worth of races okay. that he's
1: won over the, this over of his year, career so. um, and
0: that was by 98 you said yes
1: okay. um richard uh, <clears throat> richard petty does still have the overall race win record which i believe is 200 something like oh that oh my god but he came up at a time when oh. it was not that that's. I mean, not that that's to anything against him. I'm right. just saying like their eras are completely different. Kind there's of, there's no way it's literally impossible to win 200 gotcha. NASCAR races in a career. Today. Kind
0: of like um, comparing 1970s NFL with current day NFL. I, exactly. Of, it's, it's, it's it's two n- different. Equi- it's almost two equal. different sports. Mm-hmm. You know. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So there, there was, there's a reason Richard Petty has yes. that.
1: So Richard Petty was basically he was kind of the one to put NASCAR on the scene. Okay. Dale Earnhardt was the one to make NASCAR popular. Okay. More popular than Richard okay. Childress did. Okay. So first, it has to get established, and yes. then it has to get popular. It's yeah. kind of to to use a golf uh-huh. motto. It's basically the same thing as like Jack Nicholas was like the second coming of um. Somebody Arnold else. Arnold Palmer? Yes, thank you. Arnold Palmer <gasps> made... I literally just yes.
0: thought of the first person.
1: Golf had always been there. And Arnold Palmer Arnold, was the
0: second coming of Jimmy DeMarin.
1: In a sense, but not really. <laughs> I just, um, that's
0: just the older name I could think yes. of. Yes.
1: But uh, Arnold Palmer made the PGA more popular. Okay. And then by the time Jack Nicklaus arrived, because Nicklaus arrived in his prime young when Palmer was kind of going... Timing, yeah. Jack Nicholas made it even more popular. That's kind of the same dynamic here. Richard Petty put it on the map, made it popular to an extent. Yeah. Dale Earnhardt came on the scene and made it more popular than it had ever been. Someone
0: establishes it. Someone makes it blow up. Yes. Yeah.
1: And they're like the two best ever.
0: Okay, of racing. Richard Petty of NASCAR. 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 That's right, because it's different types. Mm -hmm. Richard Petty and Dale Earnhardt.
1: And he's about to get into it. I do remember. uh, I do remember watching this anyway. So the Daytona 500 is held every year in February since 1959. It is Hmm. NASCAR's biggest race. It is often referred to as the Super Bowl of stock car racing. Hmm. Though Dale had a prolific career at Daytona, he had never won that one race that mattered there. That would finally end on February 15th, 1998, when Dale would win his first and only Daytona 500. I was watching that when it happened. Wow. Checking off the last box on what is arguably the greatest NASCAR career in history. Wow. Arguably, for Mm -hmm. sure. By 1999, Dale had started his own NASCAR team, Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, or DEI, located in Mooresville, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. In preparation for his own son, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s career.
0: Oh, okay. So he's he's bringing up his son at this point to... Get in the family business, who I'm, I'm sure all the moms were thrilled that the family business uh, was by that they were probably just racing. used to it, yeah, so I guess you learned it's like um uh family members of deployed like armed service members like you kind of just start living with the reality
1: and it could be and not
0: thinking about it too much. of course, much, I
1: yeah. so in two thousand Dale junior in the year two. The year two thousand, Dale Junior would begin to drive full time in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series for his father's team. So he has an author's note here. While Dale was a team owner, he never left Richard Childress Racing, meaning he oh. owned cars from one team but raced for another. Oh, interesting. how interesting!
0: So he had his own and then raced, team. Oh. and then raced
1: for Childress still.
0: Well, because uh, Matt said that they were really good buddies, right? Like, I lifelong, guess, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Dale and his son Dale Jr. would share the track for just one full season. Oh wow! In uh, in two thousand, yes, went, because
0: how I wonder how old um, Jr. is?
1: Uh, I think he's my age. I think he that is that young. Yes, so I think he was he's, pretty young at this point yes. when they. He's hurt. like twenty three or twenty four. Oh, wow. I think he's like a year or two older <clears throat> or a year or two younger. We're in the same. So,
0: so it makes sense that he was a lot younger. Oh God, up yeah, yeah. Because he didn't have to work his way up through. Some no, of he that still shit.
1: did. You still do. Not as but much as his dad did, apparently. No, and because of he was and because of the name, yeah. mm-hmm. and because he was really good.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So, so now we were at. So he wins, and I do remember. I was that was the first apartment that I had with Omar. Okay. <laughs> I remember watching it. Well, because and,
0: and Bob and Jason, t- kind of technically, they lived there too. They just didn't pay rent. But we <laughs> they, always they constantly uh, crashed there. Yes,
1: that's a, what what I always tease them about. Right. Um, but yeah, that like see, th- this is maybe a year and a half into living in the southeast. Mm-hmm. NASCAR is just huge in the southeast, yeah. especially like around here because its birthplace is around here. Well, this and is Greenville's...
0: Where it- not a huge shot away from Charlotte no, either. not yeah, exactly. So, that's
1: a, it's actually closer to Charlotte than than it is here.
0: Uh, Greenville, Greenville is to closer, Charlotte to, yeah. is like an
1: hour and a half drive.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, gotcha.
1: Yeah, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. So <coughs> yeah, so even like it was just like that's what everybody does down here is watch the Daytona 500. Yeah. So I started watching it and then this second year I'm watching it it's Dale that's when he Dale won. the intimidator he finally wins.
0: What is that? What what was his most popular nickname? Oh, the Intimidator. The Intimidator. Yeah,
1: it was on his car too, I believe. I'm oh, pretty like sure. written out or something. Yes, yeah. like on the side of it or something. We've that's, got pictures. I'm that, sure we'll that's see it.
0: Better than Wrangler.
1: <laughs> it is. So 2001, the lead up to the Daytona 500. So, okay. this is when yeah. we're about mm-hmm. to get into it. So the 2001 Daytona 500 was set to be special for many reasons. Chief among which was the debut of Fox Sports as the race broadcaster. Oh. Fox invested $2.8 billion wow. to broadcast the rights for NASCAR races and prepared to make the 2001 TV broadcast of the Daytona 500 a signature event with cutting-edge graphics, more cameras covering new angles, and microphones all around the track to give the television audience mm-hmm. a better appreciation for the roar of the cars on track. I've never been to a race, uh-huh. but I've heard as loud as fuck. Oh, I'm like, sure. Like, no matter where you are.
0: Like, you need earplugs, yes. probably. Air protection. Like, everybody
1: yeah. I've known that's been to it, they're like, it's fucking loud. Yeah. Like especially when they start their engines.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> start your engines. Ah. <laughs> ah start
1: your engines. <laughs> <blading. laughs> so again, we have uh, uh, Daytona Signature Speed Weeks because this is the first race of the season. So all throughout the week, they have different events. Events, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll do. Um, I think they'll do like the NASCAR Trucks Tour, which is mm. truck racing. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it looks like chevy s10s like a bunch of them they're really uh, low tens. it's really low in like a flatbed yes pickup oh, trucks okay. so they'll they'll do a bunch of different events because it's like the it's the beginning of the season so they're doing a lot yeah. to promote it exactly because it's a big promotional yes.
0: thing that makes sense yeah
1: so speed week had just kicked off uh in daytona yes
0: okay so daytona is the kickoff event of it the is season. yes every year that's... every year <laughs> okay yep
1: <coughs> So uh, Speed Weeks had just kicked off with the annual Daytona 24-hour endurance race, a sports car event similar to that of 24 hours of Le Mans in France, which Uh we did before, that had seen Earnhardt compete for the first time ever, teaming up with his son, Dale Jr., Uh. and well-known road racing experts Kelly Collins and Andy Pilgrim. Together, they drove their Corvette C5R to fourth overall finish and second place in class. Author's note. While racing is one of the most famous sports across the globe, NASCAR is mostly regional in its yeah. popularity, at least up to this time.
0: At, uh, in other words, like, at least at this point, you go to Europe, nobody's, like, a big NASCAR fan It doesn't even exist over in... Well, like, no, I, I understand that. Sure. I, what I mean is that it hasn't become intercontinental right, in popularity. Right. In Europe,
1: they're doing... And in, like, South America, it's all about F1.
0: Right. It's Formula One. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, no, that makes sense. Also, just to note, Matt, I believe works in racing, so that Matt doesn't has surprise first-hand me. First-hand knowledge, I'm sure he does. Stuff,
1: yeah, and I'm sure I might have messed up the specs. I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but tw- okay, so I do have a question. Um, have you ever been in a car for 24 hours, either driving or alternating driving or
1: close? I yeah. think close to it, maybe 20 hours. Okay. Something like that. I've I've definitely been in a car for like 20 hours. Yeah. But a full 24, I don't think so.
0: When I was four or five, it was my family's first trip. So we moved from Miami to Minnesota when I was four, around the Twin Cities area. And then I forget how soon thereafter, but it was within a year. We visited my family, my grandparents and stuff, back in Florida, back in Miami, my mom took the train and my dad drove me and my sister nonstop from the Twin Cities to Miami. So this is circa 8990. Okay. So he was only like 3132. He was much younger than um nonstop in our Ford Festiva.
1: Very nice. Our
0: Red Ford Festiva and my parents put together like little Fun kits for me and my sister to keep us occupied on the trip, like little craft things or whatever. Mine came in a little pink case, and Sarah's came in a little purple case. That little pink case is in that closet, the hall closet. Okay. With like little tools and stuff, I've kept it for <laughs> that long. Still to this day. Yeah, it was it was a very long time in the car, but I bet it was worse for my dad, who not only had to drive nonstop for hours and hours and hours. It, it was a, it was well over twenty four hours, I'm sure. Um, but also with uh, like a four year old and a seven year old in the back.
1: Hmm. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Sounds like it was a good like, thing we avoided that.
0: This. yeah. <laughs>
1: So NASCAR's popularity is mostly regional, mostly yep. American, uh, Canada too, because they do do, okay. they, I think they have one race in Canada.
0: I feel like it's not necessarily just South anymore though at all. No, it's they have tracks, national.
1: they have tracks all over the place. Like there's yeah. one in Kansas City. Okay. Um, there are tracks on the West. There are tracks in like places that don't have, like uh, there's a track in Dover, Delaware. Huh. Like Dover has literally nothing else as right. far as like on the uh-huh. national level, like nothing. But they do have a NASCAR race once a year.
0: Delaware has a lot of corporations, too. They have
1: that, yes. So, um, yeah, so racing, once again, is regional as its popularity, at least up to this time, and the er- and Earnhardt's uh, earned further respect from the international racing community with his performance in a car far beyond the sophistication of a NASCAR stock car huh. by ste- stepping out of his comfort zone and trying a new discipline in endurance sports car racing. Oh, yeah. It is said that Dale enjoyed this experience so much, he immediately spoke with executives at General Motors about joining Corvette Racing to compete in the wow. 24 Hours of Le Mans oh, wow. as early as 2002. Earnhardt... And he's
0: only like 50 at this point. Mm-hmm.
1: Earnhardt would unfortunately not live long enough yeah. to see this plan through. So he That'd wanted been to compete in the 24 sure. Hours of Le Mans. Yeah. He's probably like, hey, at this point, nothing left to accomplish here. Well, and you, you know, know what?
0: It's 24 hours of driving is a feat for anybody, let alone when you're 50.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: I I have to drive down to Fayetteville for work, and I start nodding off like 20 minutes in. <laughs> yeah.
1: Then again, you're not driving 150 miles no, an hour. I'm not. but Anyway.
0: And like, uh, well, I could die at any moment, considering I'm driving on 40 and 95, but, you know.
1: So just prior to the 2001 season, Dale Earnhardt added a third car to his team and signed veteran driver and friend Michael Waltrip. This move was met with some criticism, however, at... And as by this time, DEI, which is Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, was already considered a premier team in the sport. And in Waltrip's 16-year career, he never won a race. 400. So so
0: were they saying like, "Oh, you're slumming it by? Well, it's just like it's like
1: why would you sign this guy? He's never won a. There's all sorts of other people Uh, you could sign. Something
0: in him. (laughs) Who knows?
1: We're gonna get back to Michael Waltrip. Oh, this is gonna. Oh no, circle around. (laughs) So.
0: Only making left turns, it's going to circle back around. That is true.
1: So that is so he never won a race in 462 career starts. So that's what I'm saying. Like before, like not a one. imagine winning 70 races.
0: Yeah,
1: this guy has made 462 career tries. Nada. So, just just to give you an idea yeah. of how. Challenging of a sport, this is
0: Dale had 70, 70, more. <laughs> 70 more wins than this guy. <laughs> yes, he did. Waltrip, Michael Waltrip, you said, right? Okay. Yes, Actually, uh, like his, his
1: brother is Daryl Waltrip, who was also like wasn't as famous as Dale Earnhardt, but came up at the same time <laughs> and is also one of the people that you know is looked at as putting the sport
0: like a forefather of the
1: or, uh, of modern day. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, he never won a race in 462 races, to be exact, and despite this, Earnhardt tabbed Waltrip to be his third driver in the new mem- in the new number 15 Napa Auto Parts car. Hmm. So, the 2001 Daytona 500, February 18th. So, at 1255 fift- p.m. Eastern, drivers be- began climbing in their cars as engines were getting ready to start for NASCAR's most important race.
0: How long do these races, the 500 uh, races typically last?
1: about four hours okay yeah i can't remember how many they're, they're going about 270 laps oh, okay. something like that in this in this particular because uh-huh. each lap is on this track i think is like 1.4 miles or something like that
0: and am i correct that because i know their pit crews and stuff mm-hmm. they can't just literally keep driving for 270 no. miles or at some stream.
1: point at some point you have to they are f- to get switching gas switching
0: out tires they're fueling mm-hmm. them up they're yep. And those pit crews. Peeling the,
1: peeling the sticker off the, the window because they, they're hitting flies and dirt and oil. Oh, so do they the, just have stickers and yes, stickers? Yes, they do, and stickers. they peel right oh, off. That's so yes. interesting. Yes. I
0: didn't know that. Because mm-hmm. I've seen pit crews, like, they have those n- pneumatic, what are the, the air powered, like, yeah, the fancy to get things. The lug to get the lug nuts, nuts off, off the tire. And, yeah. And they're doing it in like 10 oh, seconds. My, All four wild. tires. Yeah. It's wild. Like, you. It would take, it would
1: take me like five minutes to do all that. They should
0: work for AAA. It'd be like,
1: do I have it on the, oh, that's not close. They
0: should work for mechanics in the off season. Some
1: of them might. Who knows? And just
0: be like, yeah, we we changed out a thousand There's not much of an off season.
1: I mean, it's only three months. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm guessing in the off season, they're probably still training. Yeah, because
0: they're training on their own to do it that quickly. And each person has their own thing to do. Yes. I know. So, yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, mad respect to those pit crews.
1: Yes. Um, so at 12.55, yeah. drivers begin climbing into their cars. Dale is shown on television with his arm around his son, Dale Jr., Aww. giving final words of encouragement and kissing wife, Teresa, before climbing mm. into his black number three car.
0: So wait, so so Jr. is also?
1: In this race. In this
0: one? Okay. okay. They're, they're teammates. Okay, gotcha.
1: So the team is Dale Sr., Dale Jr., and, Waltrip. and Michael Waltrip. Okay. Yes. Uh, so he climbed into his black number three car for what would unknowingly be mm. the final time. Wow. Shortly after 1 p.m., the green flag was waved beginning the race for the first of the scheduled two- oh, 200 laps. Right? Oh, okay. He's got it in 200. there. So this track is really big. Okay. It's, all, um, it's, it's more than two hundred, miles. Two
0: two point Two and a half miles. Yeah,
1: half. something like that, a lap. So Earnhardt and his team showered considerable pace, or showed, showered, showed considerable <laughs> pace racing up front or close to the front, of the field all afternoon at one point even being scored <clears throat> in positions one through four so of the three cars wow. they've got three of the top four cars that's nice. pretty it's
0: good for the team
1: and what a lot of people uh, this had to be pointed out to me a long time ago i never understood it either your teammates will do stuff like get behind you and and like push your car draft behind you so you can get like a there is they're working they're working together yes
0: there's a team element
1: and it's like and usually it's like they're trying to get a specific car to win because at this point they're all on their radios like who's got the best car right now okay so then the
0: others are actually kind of not trying to win they're trying to help the other guy win. exactly
1: they'll block off other cars like stuff like that so there is a lot that goes into That's it.
0: That's a lot of strategy. And
1: again, you're doing this at a fucking, such a ridiculous speed.
0: That's bonkers. I've never
1: driven a car this fast. Like, I've been...
0: Please don't tell me how fast you've driven.
1: Well, I've been over 100 miles, like, a couple of times, but in a... I, like, these cars are going, like, 170 miles. It's I get stupid nervous how fast they're going. like, at 80. I'm fine with it. That's... I, I yeah, know. Yeah.
0: Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. This is all... Anyway. So... Um, This is all just reminding me of Mario Kart, except... There you go. Except without the teammates. (laughs) (laughs) There were no teammates in Mario Kart. that's right. You're throwing those shells at anybody.
1: Anybody. Everybody is a threat. Uh At 3.52 p.m. on lap 173 of 200, the race was put under red flag conditions, meaning all cars come to a stop on the track. After an 18-car crash that sent driver Tony Stewart's car rolling over several times in spectacular fashion had just occurred.
0: Is Tony Stewart also relatively famous? Yes, he is. Because I feel like I may have heard that name. He
1: he literally killed another 20-year-old driver on a local track about eight years ago. Ran him over.
0: Oh, not in a car. Like a pedestrian.
1: No, another driver was out there to protest because Stewart was being a dick and Tony Stewart ran him over anyway
0: did he live
1: no he did not anyway that's a different that is a he
0: murdered somebody that's what some people think did he go to jail
1: he did not anyway that's, that's a topic
0: killer manslaughter that's a topic for At-
1: we're not gonna. Best. We're not gonna dwell oh on that goodness.
0: one. Well, that would be true. Crime and it's now and it's
1: o- it's obviously a topic we cannot do, or can we? Oh,
0: uh, no. Depending I would argue on your. Pr- no. I
1: would argue no as well. Okay. Anyway, Jesus That Christ. might be why you know Tony Stewart.
0: Maybe I'm gonna have to look that up.
1: But also, he was famous for being a, a pretty good NASCAR driver. Still is around. I think. Pretty sure.
0: So, so he kept driving after that, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Like, oh my god. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Okay.
0: So they were. They all had to stop. Because there was no... Yes, ATM. red
1: flag. Red flag means...
0: You're done. Like, stop. Well, no, 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 the come race. On. The race isn't over. For the button. moment. Stop. What? A pause button. Yes. Um, How many cars are... How many cars... Are in a place? race? Yeah.
1: Uh, I would say around 40. So almost for half any of race. them were
0: tied up in this wreck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 18. What happens when there's a wreck? Are they out? All the people who got crashed?
1: Oh, pretty much. Some of them... Some cars come back later. But there's so many laps down. I okay. mean, there's a whole other. But
0: there's a whole system of how to. There deal is, with but teams
1: want to finish a race, so it, they'll let them. Well, I mean, they'll finish, but their finish has just to literally have no. Yeah. Okay. Will have no play on the outcome, and okay. some cars are literally just done.
0: They're totaled or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Done.
1: Not yeah. Not racing. So yeah, that, that, it, there's a couple different. Again, it's a it's a league with
0: yeah. That's wild. Lots
1: of rules. But, well, a, but there a, should be a lot of rules. Yes, but a red flag means Stop all cars. Right yes, and they all go to their pits. Okay. You know, to get worked on, whatever. Because when it's a red flag condition, uh-huh. usually the race is going to be stopped for I would say probably fifteen minutes to a half hour okay. at least. Okay. If not more.
0: Well, how do they figure where they?
1: Ended?
0: That's all. There's that's all on. There's a whole system thing.
1: for that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which we will not get Basically, into.
0: Basically, any question that I ask, they've thought of.
1: Yes, okay. they have. Several, okay. It's like taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has been thought of. Even if a child only lives for two seconds. Oh my God. That has Trigger been, warning. That yeah. has been thought of.
0: Well, they have to take a breath and then they're independent. Yes. It's so weird.
1: That is very strange. So anyway, <sighs> so we have Tony Stewart being involved in a huge where his car flipped over okay. multiple times. So Stewart was unhurt. But the race still had to be red flagged for extensive cleanup, which is yeah. usually what they're red flagged for. Because they don't want they the get tires all down. Well, they've got to get all the cars yeah. off the freaking track. They've got to scrub certain things. Uh, yeah. It's it's a process. Yeah. A red flag is not something you generally want to see. Because something, something bad, something happened, bad just yeah. happened.
0: But it sounds like everybody was okay. Yes. At this point. Yes. And this is late in the race. hundred. Very late. We've got 27, 27 laps to go. Wow.
1: So, though Stewart was unhurt again, uh, under these conditions, with his car parked on the track and his engine off, scored in third place with his drivers Ma- Michael Waltrip in first, Dale Jr. in second, and Dale Earnhardt would converse on the radio for the final time.
0: Oh, wow. Jokingly.
1: Sorry. Hold on. Oh, okay. No, oh, there we go. There you go. Jokingly asking Corvette driver Andy Pilgrim, who had remained in Daytona to watch the 500, one of the guys he went off for the 24 hour race with. Oh, okay. If he had any advice for the upcoming restart leading to the end of the race and more disturbingly telling car owner Richard Childress, quote, Richard, if they don't do something to these cars, it's going to end up killing somebody, unquote.
0: Wait, to, to what cars?
1: To their cars. If they don't end up doing something. So
0: he was saying that there was an issue with their cars? I
1: think so. That's what it sounds like. Wow. With, with everybody's cars. like there's this one deficiency wow. that we need to address. Uh, so that these and 18 like cars'
0: the last communication no according
1: to this it was the last communication known. not oh. to i mean to his owner not to yes. he's communicating with with his
0: teammates yeah yes
1: and they've got spotters and they're mm-hmm. communicating all over the place okay so after the race restarted on lap 180 at 408 p.m and as the final 20 laps began to wind down Dale senior began to display a behavior very against his own character huh so, okay, he gets into it here. Oh, wow. This is in parentheses. Dale's nickname was the Intimidator, known for his aggressive and sometimes ruthless style of racing that polarized him amongst, amongst NASCAR fans. Okay,
0: yeah.
1: Polarized, I'm not. Most people loved him, even at the time. Okay. There was a very few. So I wouldn't. But
0: I could see some people being some like. Some people like being you're like. Being dangerous. Yes. Yeah.
1: Other drivers, I'm sure.
0: Yes. Yes and probably friends of those other drivers. From
1: a fan perspective though, for the most for the most part he was pretty beloved. Yeah. Yeah, so but then again this this guy is worksint so he knows better than me.
0: I'm um, real quick is Junior 43?
1: What's uh his, his number? number at this time his number is 8. When, what Cuz it fills in the 43 was actually Jimmy when Johnson. We...
0: I bet that's who I'm th- I, I've also seen that He won five, he won five titles in a row. I do know the name Jimmy Johnson.
1: He. I might have that wrong, so we're, we're not going to. He
0: may have been on Paul and Ron. He was, I think. He might
1: have been. He's from Florida, I believe. Yeah,
0: he was. Yeah. He was. He. Yes, he was interviewed a bunch on Paul and Ron. I'm pretty sure. I think that's why I know his name.
1: So, uh, Matt, let us let us know as soon <laughs> as you be. hear this. Epi- as soon as you hear this episode, <laughs> is Jimmy Johnson's car number forty three? I believe it is, mm-hmm. and yeah. is he from Florida? Because I believe he is.
0: Not the not the former not the former Dolphins NFL coach. coach. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, to most people, he's he's known as the Hurricanes coach, as yes, in the Miami fair. Hurricanes
0: and the Cowboys coach. and the Cowboys. I was going
1: to say nobody remembers his Dolphins. I do. Yes. Except for the Dolphins fans. Everybody else had scrubbed that from their minds. Like Jimmy Johnson coached the Miami Dolphins? Yes he did. Anyway. So when it became obvious he was blocking for his two cars in front of him rather than trying to take the lead oh. and win himself. So
0: Okay, so he wasn't.
1: He was he, he block was, he was not going for the win. He was being a teammate. Yes.
0: Well, you know what? You know, I I wonder if he was thinking like 70 wins. Like 70 wins I've already won the 500. Like plus, that was plus his the last guy, thing. The
1: guy who has never won a race in his entire career is in yes. first place.
0: And his kid is in the running too. Yes. So he's probably like, "Look, I've already done everything." There's I need nothing. To.
1: There's literally I'm not going to catch Richard Petty's 200. Right. That's not possible. It's, Let me e-
0: give my kid and my teammate who's never had a moment of glory a chance. And this here. would be the
1: ultimate moment of glory. This is wow. the Daytona 500. Wow. Yeah. I, I bet you though. Spoiler spoiler alert, uh Junior does not win this race. Junior wins the Daytona for his first and I believe only time in 2004. Okay. Cuz I was watching that race too. Okay. That's um, what I was living with uh that's what I was living with Brandon. Okay. <laughs> he is watched he, he watched time? oh god, yeah. Big time.
0: Okay. Um so I bet if he had not won the 500 a few years prior, because he won in 98, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have done that.
1: Probably. Oh, definitely not. Because he would not. have wanted it. He would have been like, and, I and still got to get. Probably Junior
0: yeah. and Waltrip would have been like, sure. Yeah, yeah of course. Go for it. That's we'll, what we're we'll doing. We'll block we're running for you. Interference. Yeah. So, in a weird way, by having won a few years prior, it looks like that actually did some damage so we've we've
1: we've talked about in prior episodes not that not that his mentality or his aggression isn't at a full because it is you're driving Mm -hmm. a fucking car 180 miles an hour sure but we we talked about a couple episodes ago when you're playing a physical contact sport if you let your guard down what the end result of that is Mm. that's when people get hurt because you have to have. But
0: it doesn't sound like he was letting his guard down. He's was playing a different position.
1: Which he doesn't normally do. So this he is wasn't his. used to it. Exactly. Oh. So this is him. This is literally him letting his guard down a little bit, being like, you wow. know what? I've already got my race in the bag. I'm going to block for my new teammate and my son. Yeah. That's not a position he's really he used, to he's used to being in. He's not have
0: experience in it. Yeah.
1: And that, who knows? Oh, well what we do know coming up very soon is not good yeah. but who knows if that could if he had gone for it could he <clears throat> still be alive you know
0: wow at the very least it's almost like well you should maybe it would have been good to practice blocking. and maybe
1: he has i mean probably maybe. but but still it's not a position he's normally in yeah he's called the intimidator for, for a, reason a reason because yeah. if you're in first place and he's right behind you He's going to hit you. Yeah. Or do something. He's going to fuck with you. and He's
0: going to get you out of the way. Yes. And
1: he will win. Like wow. almost a lot of the time. Wow. Almost a lot of... 60% of the time. <laughs> it works, it every works, time. works every time. It works every time. So, um, as the drivers took the white flag at 424 p.m. All right. What's a white flag? That is the final lap. Okay. Signaling oh he gets here. Signaling oh, okay. the, signaling <laughs> in the final lap. That's like Rachel's <laughs> not like, gonna know he's this. Like, here. I'm, I'm a step ahead. <laughs> so DEI drivers Michael Waltrip and Dale Jr. Were, were still one and two with Dale Earnhardt furiously blocking in third place. Wow. So they're three of them are in the They're a three. lap away from finishing one, two, three. Oh my god. Like, can you imagine how in
0: the last lap? Yes. Holy shit. At five
1: twenty five PM Eastern the cars as the cars entered turn three for the final time. So that's oh my
0: god! So they're in the
1: last turn Ugh. of the last lap.
0: Jesus Christ! It is when
1: this happens.
0: You couldn't write it like this, no. you know.
1: With Waltrip and er, with Waltrip and Earnhardt Jr. separating themselves from the pack, Dale Earnhardt made one final attempt to block Sterling Marlin, but did oh, I'm so- sorry, Sterling Marlin is another driver. He I, has, I know. I it's just, a great name.
0: I want to stop here because it's about to get so bad. It is. Clearly. Sterling Marlin.
1: It's a fucking great name. I forgot about that it until It is a great name. Sterling Marlin. Like he sounds like a guy that should drive a NASCAR car
0: or like be a ruthless billionaire.
1: One of the other. Maybe yeah. he is now.
0: Elon Musk and Sterling, <laughs> Sterling Marlin and announce they're they're taking joined. over Twitter. Yes.
1: <laughs> Elon Musk has tried in the past couple days. I yeah, don't know if you're aware of that. 43 billion apparently. Yeah. But yes, e- Elon Musk's like henchmen. Sterling should be marlin. somebody named sterling marlin <laughs> like his bag man like the guy that knows where all the fucking bodies are buried he's got you know he's got the books cooked like we need to put out a full-time apb on sterling no, marlin he has right the now second
0: set of books like that's right yeah,
1: yes he's got the other set of books he's got the correct set of books but which are also illegal yes
0: <laughs> sterling marlin yes wow is it Marlon or Marlin? No, Marlin
1: like like the fish. Like Yeah, Th- Marlin.
0: That sounds like an award. It kind of does. You the Sterling Marlin the Award. Sterling Marlin. Yeah, like you got the biggest Marlin this year. Yes, the you Sterling, Sterling Marlin. Award. Forty
1: feet. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I don't think they grow to I be don't that, think big. They grow that big. Twenty feet. I think they grow to be that big. I don't know. They're Something big like fish, but I don't yeah, think they're, they're not real small size. Well, No, whales are fucking gigantic.
0: I don't think you can catch a whale. You shouldn't.
1: No, you shouldn't try. (laughs) Learn from Moby Moby Dick.
0: I learned from, uh, um, my name is Ahab.
1: Yes, well, that, yeah. Captain (laughs) Captain Ahab. So Earnhardt still trying to block Sterling Marlin. He did so too late. So he made contact with Marlins car. It, it sounds like a fish. Like he made contact with Marlins, the, or, or like, like a, the baseball team. There's
0: like a metal Marlins. He made
1: he made car. contact with the Florida Marlins like right. sponsored car. You know, but it no, sounds like Billy the person.
0: Marlin. I'm picturing the mascot Billy the. Marlin. We're just,
1: we're just trying to de- delay the inevitable. I know.
0: Okay, obviously. so he blo- he tried to block Sterling Sterling Marlin,
1: which at that point in time, and I remember them pointing this out when this all happened. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't really necessary to do like. They were too far ahead. Waltrip and Earnhardt Jr. were already, like they said, they had separated right. from the pack. They were going to finish where they were going to finish. Well, maybe and it was that's just like, part
0: of him not really being used to that position. He didn't know when to let it go.
1: Is it, yeah, again, you exactly. Know,
0: it's like, hey, dude, you can back off because they're too far ahead. It, it, does, it, doesn't, yeah, matter. it doesn't
1: matter. Well, but maybe miserable. he wanted to hang on to number three, so they're one, two, and three. Like, who, oh, that who knows? That would be really
0: cool. You know, his
1: number is three. Yeah. I mean, it could be something like that, too. <laughs> Um, so he made contact with Marlon's car and which, which sent the black number three down the 36 degree banking onto the flat apron.
0: Okay. Is that like the, the The apron is like the
1: inside of the track. Okay, Uh, Along the inside of the track. Yes. Then unsettled by the banking and being overcorrected to the right by Earnhardt, the car then suddenly snapped to the right. So it's going back up. Okay. The, um, the bank. Yeah. At, like, a top speed. Yes. And proceeded to head almost head-on into the concrete wall at the top oh, of the tracks, no. banking, collecting the 36 car of Kenny Schrader in the process. Oh, wow. So it's a three-car crash. Did
0: anybody else die?
1: No. Okay. Waltrip would cross the finish line just 12 seconds later to win his first career race in oh, my 16 God. years. Oh, The Daytona 500 in the car owned by Dale Earnhardt, who had personally picked Waltrip to drive it.
0: Oh my God! No. Dale
1: but, Jr. would cross the finish line second, only a tenth of a second after Waltrip. But,
0: but here's the problem: this poor guy, he drives for years with no wins. He gets his win, and this is the circumstances under which he wins. Mm-hmm. It's like shallow victory defined. And
1: nobody even remembers, like I until he yeah, brought up his right. name. Uh-huh. Like kind of nobody remembers who won that race. Nobody cares because it doesn't because it kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. You know it. it everybody lost mm-hmm. this race mm-hmm. you know in a sense well, so, and that
0: would be the case if anybody died but uh, let alone a little legend
1: yes so as the three and 36 cars came sliding to a stop together in the infield grass kenny schrader climbed out of his wrecked car and walked around to the driver's side of dale earnhardt's car something common that happens if so a they, driver can get out they, they they're going to help gonna the gonna other try guy. to check on the that's other good. guy
0: that's really nice
1: doesn't always end that way. <laughs> so, well, sometimes uh, it ends in a fistfight. What's his name? But, like, uh, it
0: just hits people, kills people. But
1: for the most, like ninety-eight percent of the time, <clears throat> if there's a wreck it's involving multiple drivers, exactly. yeah. if somebody can get out, the first thing they'll do is go. That's good sportsmanship. Okay? Yep.
0: Yeah, because fucking God could be dead. Well, like, um or it could
1: just need to be pulled out of the car. Like it's, a bad
0: injury on in any sport, yeah, usually a player's the first to respond <clears> of either <throat> team.
1: Yeah, in most contact sports, death has happened, mm-hmm. like here or there. Mm-hmm. In this contact sport, death is, like, on the table. As the three and the 36 cars came sliding to the, to a stop together in the infield grass, Kenny Schrader climbed out of his wrecked car and right. walked around to the driver's side of Dale Earnhardt's car. Mm-hmm. Schrader then had a very visible reaction to what he saw as he starts waving frantically for medical personnel to arrive quicker.
0: So it wasn't
1: good. No. Medical personnel immediately arrive on scene and begin the process of extracting Earnhardt from the car by cutting off the roof.
0: So this is like almost a Jaws of Life situation. Pretty much,
1: yeah. As the Fox broadcasters begin to notice all the activity down at Earnhardt's car, the tone of the broadcast shifts dramatically from joy as one of Fox's lead commentators is Michael Waltrip, older brother of of Daryl, who just won the race. So
0: he was really happy, and then he's like, oh, shit.
1: Yes. So daryl Waltrip is all of a sudden uh, like what's going on with dale earnhardt's car yeah. why are they <clears throat> why are they cutting, cutting off the, the top of the, of the car
0: well i would say as soon as the one guy was like come the fuck over here yeah. like frantic like that's the sign the, that
1: the one good. time i remember that happening in sports uh-huh. is when and it's a gruesome injury that you can watch on youtube when um, Lawrence Taylor yes. broke Joe Theismann's, mm-hmm. not his leg, his shin. Yes. Well, it is and his leg, his lower leg. Yes. yes. huh. Um And immediately gets up immediately and is like... Immediately starts
0: gesturing, like, desperately.
1: And I remember the commentators were thinking that he was taunting, like, the, but he wasn't. Uh, he was like... He was really he was genuinely like, saying, get the get, fuck over, here, over like here, like, now. now. Like, yeah. I just killed this guy. Yeah. And...
0: Well, the... Um, uh, Clinton Malarchuk injury very similar. People are like, people help the doctors on the opposing over. Yes. team. Uh-huh.
1: There was a guy that just happened to be near the bench, yep. and there was mm-hmm. a guy on the opposing team yep. that like, hold on to me. I'll I'm gonna I'll slide you over there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because it, it's there, which is good because what it means is there is a moment where competition means nothing. Nothing, and
1: it's just humanity. It's, it's
0: yep. It is just now the. The captain of the Costa Concordia may not. Be no. one of those people who would.
1: React. No, he's definitely not one. We, there are we can a few we can we can rule him. People. we can rule him out. Yes, but for the most part, I mean, even in and I, you know, in competitive sports like this, when somebody's life could be on the line, when something serious like this does happen, everybody just kind of stops and is like, mm-hmm. the game at this point doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, is. You know, is everybody okay?
0: There's been a couple of times where even just, like... Because how I view... Because car accidents happen all the time, yes, right? They do. Like, just normal we, highway We We've seen them. Cu- yes. I mean, we see them. Uh-huh. Occasionally. Um, Now, I have yet to witness... Ugh, knock on... Well, MDF, I guess this is. Uh, new desk.
1: It's very nice, though.
0: Thank you. I built it myself today. <laughs> um... Uh, I've never witnessed, like, a serious car crash I occur. No, I haven't either. Um,
1: I've seen, like, accidents happen, but not anything. Yeah, nothing terrible. No.
0: But I've seen, like, people pulled off, like, clearly having just have been in a crash or mm-hmm. something with no one around them, and I've stopped. And yeah, I know you have, yeah. Because I'm like, I need to make sure, like, I can't in good conscience, like, just drive away from that being like are you okay have you gotten the help you need you know because this that's not okay if you're if you have not if some somebody needs to stop and ask you if you're okay that's the thing you know yeah no matter what
1: speaking of which uh michael waltrip again the older brother of the Mm -hmm. guy that just won the race is in the broadcast quoted as Mm -hmm. saying quote I just hope Dale's okay, Okay, yeah, yeah. unquote.
0: I mean, that's what everybody's thinking in that moment, I'm mm-hmm. sure. I, I Well, don't...
1: no, not everybody, because here well, we... Well,
0: anyone who knows what's going yes. on, yeah.
1: So, while the attention shifts to Earnhardt, Michael Waltrip is completely in the dark yeah, about he's what's... he's just oblivious. All he knows is, like, I just fucking won. So
0: he's like, is he doing the champagne my first... thing and... No,
1: he's still in his car. Oh, but in okay. his mind, he's like, my first oh, fucking win... Is the Daytona, like, and he's just in, Would, not having no clue what just a, happened behind here's him.
0: Here's the question. Would you rather have, say, a minute or however long he had to live in your own internal glory before everything came crashing down around you because of this? I mean, not that I'm saying no, that you know could prevent you somebody's death, right? I know what you mean. Take that but, off the- But what's the flip or side? Or never have experienced even though she might. I'm
1: gonna going with what happens. I'm gonna take option B.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Like it's yeah, it's, it wouldn't be worth it for me to win if somebody else dies in the well, process. Well, no, I mean,
0: I mean, I guess I mean like
1: no, I, I know what you mean, but that would be my
0: no that that nobody would that it's not about what like say um say the other option was for Dale to have not even been involved in the race but got hit by a car walking across the street okay, you know I, like he was gonna die either way I, I <laughs> I just I such I such a weird, <laughs> it's such a weird question to ask i guess really but like i guess what i'm saying is like it almost seems like those few moments of glory contribute to how terrible it is
1: i thought you were setting up the scenario as in terms of a race not, not you know what so I mean? much no. it's okay. just like that's I, how I was I, you know it.
0: like the better to love than have lost than never oh, I, have yes. loved at all yeah. that idea but sure. with this
1: right. but I don't anyway, know anyway we're, uh, we're, I know, mo- we're it was, moving on I
0: know it was weirdly worded I'm just saying <laughs> there was a thing in there whatever
1: there was a thing so again, Michael Waltrip just he's in his own own headspace of like glee. Oh, oh my he's Yes! He's happy. It's a elated pinnacle moment for any driver's career yeah. in this league. Yeah. They'll be in the history books forever.
0: And he gets to, he gets to have it for uh, just a minute.
1: Yeah. So Basically. He proceeds to victory lane for what he believes will be the celebration of his life after finally winning his first race on the grandest stage. And doing it with his friends, Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, because
0: he's like, my team helped me get here.
1: As Waltrip begins to celebrate in Victory Lane, word starts to circulate in the garage and pit area that Dale Earnhardt may be injured and Dale Jr. decides to head to the infield care center rather than okay. Victory Lane to celebrate with his teammate.
0: Okay, that's Obviously, good. it's his that's dad. He's, like, he's heard, he's like, yeah. He's probably
1: he's just thinking, oh, he broke his collarbone or, like, some shit. Yeah, like, maybe, whatever. Let's make sure dad's okay. I'll get back to the party after. uh uh-huh. So it was there that friends and family received word that Dale will be immediately taken to Halifax Medical Center just a few miles from the track, and speculation of the severity of the injury begins to grow.
0: Well, in, in absence of having real information, like, people just feel yeah. the worst. Yep. Which, unfortunately, was right in this situation.
1: At 4.49 p.m., the ambulance with Dale Earnhardt is shown on TV to be exiting the track for the hospital at an extremely slow pace, indicating to many... The severity of oh, Dale's condition.
0: Because they can't jostle him, or maybe it. there's no it's reason to... Gotta be careful. Or there's no reason to rush.
1: That, too. At 4.55 p.m., so six minutes later, Kenny Schrader, who has been released from the infield care center... Okay, he's the, the one, like, he's the one that on got... Him. Well, he's the one that got in the accident with...
0: And then went to check with on With Dale right? Earnhardt, yes.
1: So he gives... So he was
0: not injured badly. No. No.
1: So he enters Victory Lane and gives the smiling Waltrip a hug while whispering in his ear. Oh, no. The smile immediately leaves Waltrip's face as he suddenly realizes why neither Earnhardt has yet appeared in Victory Lane, and he realizes what he thought was the greatest day ever is now turned into the worst day ever. At 4.59 p.m., so four minutes after this happens, Fox signs off of their broadcast with lead commentator remarking, We're jubilant for the Waltrips, and our prayers are with the Earnhardt family. Quote, unquote.
0: You know what? That's that's really like, the guy who who was in the accident as well. Like, first of all, he's dealing with he's gonna be dealing with his own personal trauma, right? Like, because he he didn't cause the accident. No, nope. uh, nothing. It's it's literally it doesn't matter. But that's
1: exactly what it was. An accident. An accident. involving two mm-hmm. cars that are going 170 miles an hour. An inherent risk of the sport. Somebody could die.
0: Yep, and it happened. It just happened to like the most famous driver ever, basically. I believe I, I. At that time. Most
1: famous driver ever, I believe, are in this, in 2001, is probably correct. Yeah. For as far as North American driving yeah.
0: goes. So, it, it, like, the fact that I think actually that that's, that was a really, that was the right way for that to happen. For him to like, the, like, it, somehow he had the right to break that news to the guy, you know? Um, because he was involved. He was involved, yeah. Not, not through his own fault, but he was involved. And for him to, like... And and I imagine they're all, on some level, friends. Colleagues. They're all of colleagues, course. right? Of course. Yeah, they all know each other. So they like know each other's families. They and, know each other, And just yeah. being like, hey, man, it's not good.
1: Dale's going to the hospital. Yeah, Dale's
0: going to the hospital. I saw him, and it's it's not good. Um, good for you <laughs> for winning. Congratulations. I actually said that first
1: yeah i'm sure he did the like, congratulations, like, congratulations you, bro that's great by the way
0: but here's the thing yeah and and he had to like I'm somebody's got to tell
1: him what's going on
0: honestly i think he was the right person to do, to it. do it yeah like kind of he had the right to do it in my opinion yeah yeah
1: so so fox mm-hmm. signs off their broadcast at 459 just like so hey, now we're
0: congratulations guy because they, they also probably kind of best. fucking know,
1: well, there's not going to be an after ceremony, which there would have been.
0: Yes, uh-huh. And you're not going to go
1: celebrating with somebody maybe... Already already the words probably already reached the broadcast booth that, hey, this isn't fucking looking it's so good. It's good. Cut away. We'll, we need we'll, to we'll sign go, off. We'll go to... Um, See Fox in February for sports. We'll we'll go to we'll go to some random NHL game that nobody will watch.
0: Right. Well, and it's like, now don't you worry, all you journalists yeah. in uh, seven months you'll have plenty of work.
1: Yeah. Yes, you will. Yeah.
0: Like even fucking sports journalists, you'll have plenty of work. There'll be angles all over the place.
1: So at five oh two, so just three minutes after yeah. the broadcast has ended. The ambulance-carrying Dale Earnhardt arrives at Halifax Medical Center, and Dale is unloaded and taken inside. At 5.07, five minutes after that takes place, the car-carrying Dale's wife, Teresa, and mm-hmm. Dale Jr. arrive at the hospital. At 5.15, on February eighteenth, two 2001, medical staff discontinue life-resuscitating mm-hmm. efforts, and Dale Earnhardt is officially pronounced dead. My guess. Is- so. My, 13 minutes after he arrives at the hospital
0: my guess is he, he was already dead the whole time they were just working it was, as well as they could it
1: was or he was pretty much like almost dead and it's like we just need to get him to the hospital to see if we can do this this and that well and or
0: we're going to do it regardless until like there's until no chance official. for his brain yeah
1: i don't know if he's going to yeah. get into this but we'll we'll talk okay. about we will okay. we'll talk about his brain Oh, wow. At 7 p.m., NASCAR president Mike Helton announces to the media that Dale Earnhardt has died of his injuries sustained in the accident, which was...
0: Was it head trauma? Was yes, it? it was.
1: Okay. He probably gets into it here. So this is the investigation results. Okay. Multiple investigations into Dale's death would ultimately take place, some even contradicting one each one over each yeah. other. Which
0: It's hard when you have to semi-speculate. And
1: you know? something this high profile. Yeah. Everything anybody does is going to be looked a lot of, over. A lot of opinions, yeah. Yes. So eventually it was revealed that multiple factors contributed to Dale's death. It was determined that Earnhardt's car struck the concrete wall at between a 55 and 59 degree angle. Oh. So 90 being head on. So yeah. he kind of hits it a... An
0: angle. On his at side? At a
1: weird angle, yes. on No, on the, driver the driver's side. S-
0: uh, yeah, that's what I meant. On, on, on his no, side. No, I think... It, I
1: believe... No, I believe on the passenger side. Well, I guess it kind
0: of doesn't matter. It matters what happens after you. So
1: he hits this wall between 157 and 161 miles per hour. Not good. Or 253 to 259 kilometers per hour. And the force exerted was the equivalent of a vertical drop from 61.8 feet or... A six-story building. 18.8 meters with G-forces ranging between negative 68 through negative 48 Gs. So...
0: You know, I I just hope that that means there there was nothing. It was for really him, quick. That there was nothing for.
1: I'm him. sure it was really quick. He's literally going 161 that he, miles. That he
0: just literally had no chance nope. to react. You know, like his. couldn't well, up and even keep and even going
1: it. into it, he's probably like, "This will be fine."
0: And then lights off. And that's what you hope for.
1: Because it's not like it, like it's not like this is his first wreck. Unfortunately. That's
0: true. He probably even if he did hit and was conscious of that.
1: Drivers. All drivers in NASCAR have been through wrecks. Yep. Every single one of them.
0: So he even if he had hit and was conscious of that, he probably hopefully wasn't too panicked about it. He was
1: probably like, Oh whatever.
0: And then just the the lights went out. And and that's I hope that's I hope that's what happened for him too. Yeah.
1: I hope he was just like, Oh, this'll be fine.
0: And then no more thoughts. And that was it.
1: So Earnhardt's seatbelt broke in the impact, causing oh. the left side of his body and chin to strike the steering wheel at such velocity that it was bent.
0: The steer I'm the sorry, steering his wheel. body bent the steering his head bent the steering. We're
1: talking about a steering wheel of a NASCAR car.
0: Those things are, I imagine, pretty sturdy.
1: I'm gonna guess so.
0: That's not good. That's horrible.
1: Steering wheel lacerated his face as well as broke eight ribs, partially collapsing his lung. Oh
0: my god!
1: Earnhardt was also well known for his use of an open-faced style of racing helmet, meaning he didn't have a shield. Oh no! So his eyes are sticking out. Yeah. So I mean, they're not sticking out, but you know no, what I mean. And There's I no. Know that they're exposed. He's probably wearing goggles, uh-huh. but again, he doesn't have a shield. Okay. Which.
0: Which is why his face was lacerated. Yeah.
1: Uh, so he had the open-face open, style, open face style of racing helmet, and even at the time, it was becoming less popular across all of motorsports yeah. in favor of a full-faced helmet that was safer. Many initially speculated, and in some cases even prematurely reported, that the broken seatbelt in subsequent collision with the steering wheel would, uh, would be the cause of his death. It was ultimately ruled, however, that a basilar skull fracture was the fatal injury that occurred from Earnhardt's head and neck not being restrained. Suggesting that Earnhardt would have died instantaneously before he ever even hit the steering wheel, and thus, the broken seatbelt was determined not to have caused his death.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I would be still very interested in why that seatbelt broke, but, so it was really unrelated physics, basically. I think he's
1: going to get into this, so I don't want to force him. Okay, I gotcha. Quote, what killed Earnhardt was the weight of his unrestrained head whipping forward beyond the ability of his neck muscles to keep it from snapping away from God. the base of his skull. So whiplash, Unquote,
0: extreme internal whiplash. One hundred
1: and sixty-one miles an hour. Was he internally into a wall.
0: decapitated?
1: Well, I'm sure we'll get into that. Dr. Barry Myers of Bi- Barry Myers of Duke University uh, claimed, he, who was an expert in car, car injuries. Okay. So this guy is saying. He was dead before he hit the steering wheel. Okay. He had such a whiplash that his neck and head.
0: It sounds like almost an internal decapitation or at the very. So like whiplash can kill you if it's at this velocity. Yes. If it's mm-hmm. at fucking.
1: If it's yeah. at negative degrees of gravity. I don't even know what that means. I don't I, I just know that it's something it's I don't that... want to experience. That's, yeah, no, that's it's not good. That's what I do know.
0: It's not good. Wow. Oh, well, but you know what? It sounds very sudden, like a very sudden death. So
1: I'm sure it was. Because he said
0: he, he was dead before he hit the steering wheel, mm-hmm. most likely. So it sounds like it was painless. Yep. Because it just happened too fast. Yep. So not that it was good that it happened to him in the first place, but it was as good as it could have been.
1: And the, and the circumstances come, so. were just such... Yeah. I mean, we're taking in angles, speeds, velocities. We're, yeah. I mean... If he, I mean, and they were replaying that, they're like, if he had just hit the wall yeah. at this angle, he would have been fine. At this, like, it was just like A
0: freak accident, really. It's just
1: like there's no point in playing it over, like, no, what already happened, what happened, already happened. happened.
0: Move on, yeah, and or or not move on.
1: But how, how do we deal with
0: it? Like, we have to.
1: How do we resolve this going yeah. down the road? Mm-hmm. Because this was our biggest star. And now he again, is no longer. Again, the
0: whole, the seatbelt snapped. I don't like that. Even if it didn't contribute to his death, it's still just like, how did that happen? I don't know. That stood out to me. But anyway.
1: So the Sunday following Dale's death. So again, we're talking about just a week later. Yeah. DEI won the race in Rockingham, North Carolina, which I'm pretty sure they do not race there anymore. Really? Um, with driver Steve Park. What may be one of the most emotional victory celebrations of all time, all of NASCAR celebrated DEI. DEI and the healing began meaning like everybody came around like everybody was the happy guy.
0: that that's how
1: yeah two weeks later in Atlanta rookie Kevin Harvick who I think is still on still in it today he was tabbed as Earnhardt's replacement mm-hmm. for Richard Childress Racing okay, remember yeah, that's right who he actually still you mm-hmm. know so he would win with Dale's team in the photo finish Finally, when NASCAR returned to Daytona in July, it was Earnhardt Jr. who would score one of the most memorable NASCAR wins of all time when he finished first at the track that had claimed his father's life just five months earlier, with teammate Michael Waltrip finishing second. So the reverse of Daytona later on that year.
0: I gotta say, I can't imagine... Well, I can imagine it feeling like one of two ways, like... <clears throat> to...
1: Like, holy shit, that happened again, but well, just, like, no, the... the...
0: the trauma of being back where your dad died, doing the same thing that killed him. Yep. Which is driving. But I can also see someone, especially someone who's used to competition, who's been raised with that risk, because he was, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. To be like, I'm going to fucking dominate this and get past this and force... Like, basically, trying to create a completely new narrative about that track and that race. Yeah. And, and it sounds like it worked. It yeah. worked for him.
1: So, uh, Waltrip and Earnhardt Jr. both climbed out of their cars and embraced each other in front of mm. the roaring Daytona crowd to make for one of the most feel-good moments in yeah. all of the sport's history. So, changes in the sport in NASCAR, oh, okay. which is why I didn't want to foreshadow earlier, because I have a feeling he's going to get into okay. it here. So following the death of Dale Earnhardt, NASCAR made numerous improvements to the driver's safety. While Earnhardt's death was just one of four in NASCAR uh, between May of two thousand and February of two thousand one. Well, the
0: there's lost, that many? I mean, Jesus. It's,
1: but considering all the racers and it's it's literally it's but it, it's like it's, up, it's like two percent but still yeah. like nobody else has a two percent chance good. of dying in an NHL no. game or an NFL game. Or an it's, NBA game or an NHL yeah. game or a but again, this is a sport where that's a possible outcome. Oh and every God. and everybody even from the base level, like yeah. we're talking about the guys that go the on the quarter mile dirt it. tracks, yeah. you know, they accept it and it's I would rather play hockey <laughs> <laughs> or football. I would rather play the piano, which is why yeah. I'm so glad
0: that my piano is back up in the office.
1: Yes. So the loss of their biggest star is largely credited of having motivated NASCAR to finally make discernible efforts into improving the safety of its competitors. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start with full faced helmets were soon made okay. mandatory, meaning like
0: you don't, and they wouldn't let people from earlier generations and no grandfather get away
1: with rule. It. Okay, the NHL will do a lot of grandfather rules, mm-hmm. like when they introduced the full face shield in the NHL. Yeah, they I mean like let guys that players, still yeah. mm-hmm. aren't wearing one until they retire, they're fine. Mm-hmm after that but Mm -hmm. and even before that everybody from now on why you wouldn't want to wear a full face shield or 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 not in the nhl it's not even full it's a half (laughs) right why you wouldn't want to wear wear a half shield to protect your eyes i i have no idea why you wouldn't want to do that
0: i know although i will say like if that didn't i mean i'm i'm a okay with it being made mandatory for nascar right even though it sounds like that's not that didn't have anything to do with anything it's, I'm hey, fine with it again. Something f- totally fine. It's, it's
1: better than in this case. No shield is what what Dale Senior was wearing. No, right, face but it shield.
0: didn't matter. No, the seatbelt didn't matter. The steering wheel didn't matter.
1: But we're getting we're getting into all that. Okay. So the six point safety harness seatbelts were made mandatory, limiting the use of the more traditional five point safety harness like Earnhardt used. Oh,
0: this is this is how dumb I am. I'm I'm picturing like a standard. No. That's not how that works. That's not how. <laughs> they don't have just like a click in one in one section, little triangular so, thingy. So
1: this is what I was going to bring up that I had a mm. feeling he would bring up. So the head and neck restraint systems were made mandatory for all drivers. Oh, known okay. today as the Hans device, H-A-N-S, the head and neck safety oh, okay. device. Multiple, dri- multiple drivers' lives have since been saved since its man... Mandation and is today used by all drivers across all of motorsports. That's great. Meaning, if you crash suddenly like that, uh-huh. your yeah. head and neck are stabilized. Yes, in that crash. Like, Obviously, it's not like a choke, like it. But it's but they like, have a,
0: like do they have it? How? What does it look like? Do they have like kind strap look, across your head
1: and and across your neck and tied to like the? Oh wow! Like okay. the not tied, but you know what I mean. Like fitted to the. Uh, this, the the top the rest. top of the back yeah, headrest head okay yes oh so that your head doesn't you won't whiplash exactly yeah.
0: part of the restraint system includes that you won't whiplash you
1: will whiplash but at a much lower at like a something rate something, rate something is going <laughs> to catch you and prevent it from becoming your brain kind of comes yes, out of your head yes which spoiler alert is oh kind of what happened to dale earnhardt
0: your brain comes out of your head he
1: had like a massive um
0: like basically his brain crashed to the front of his skull
1: as he was wearing a helmet so it, like it's, it's
2: oh
0: wait did it his skull fracture was in the front
1: yep yeah. like he he was dead on impact oh like there God. was no
0: so like if his helmet hadn't been there his brains would have come through the front
1: likely but you're not going to not wear a helmet. No, no, and, no I get a, that. I but, get that. Yes. I
0: get that. But I just that that's an incredibly violent death. I mean, I'm glad again it was so quick for him, so that he couldn't feel it. He was just gone, and that was that. And yeah. That's as
1: that is essentially what happened. Oh my god! Because he hit the wall at such an angle and such that's a force. That's horrifically
0: violent. That's so terrible.
1: So in May of 2002, Indianapolis Motor Speedway installed the newly designed safer barrier, steel and foam energy reduction, which is what the Hans it's Okay. energy reduction.
0: So we're not talking Like there is going to be there's
1: going to be a violent amount of force no matter what. But
0: we're trying to How can we decrease
1: that violent amount of gotcha. force?
0: How about start by not making a concrete?
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Have something that absorbs the energy. At least
0: some. At least some. You know? Basically, they're incrementaling. Like, ha- if we can reduce some risk here, reduce some risk here, reduce some risk here, maybe... It's
1: fucking weird. Like, the the one time I went surfing, which, yes. which you were there for... Yes. But the instructor said... Like, I remember her saying she was like, just absorb the wave. Yeah, like, don't just, fight
0: it. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: She was like, pick your wave and just yeah. absorb it. And it reminded me of the scene from Point Break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course it did.
1: Where they're night surfing and... Patrick Swayze is trying to teach Keanu. He's, he says something to the effect of, like, you know, just take the wave and accept yeah. its energy. Well, which and is it's that. Like,
0: absorb, absorb it. Yeah. Yes. Don't that's fight
1: awesome. it. Which, again, that's, mm-hmm. like, a lot of buildings in, like, the fault lines of California have been retrofitted yep. to be, like, we're not going to do give. something to restrain because that's, it'll break. You it's it's going little. to work with it. Yeah. In a sense. It's going to roll a, back and forth.
0: That's, that's such a thing in, in everything from physics to philosophy is what is your resistance and reduce resistance. Um, even, have you ever heard like the, the whole thing like, oh, even when you're just in like a normal car crash or whatever, it's your tensing up that causes um the most injury so try to relax if you're in a car <laughs> try to it's relax like, yeah relax yeah i'll just try to <laughs> relax my muscles i mean that might
1: have been the how i came out of mind because it was early in the morning on a monday well
0: not only that <laughs> but probably you probably kind like, of saw it coming yeah so th- maybe that did actually help you because you were like mm, yep this is how this is going so you kind of accepted it and sort of maybe subconsciously kind of relaxed i guess into
1: it. who knows so today, every track in NASCAR has the safer barrier installed around the track's racing surface.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, obvious.
0: Well, uh, yeah, obvious, but again, not going to prevent everything on its own. No. But just... Again, incremental, reduction. So, yep, reduction. Yep, reduction. It's all about reduction. Yep.
1: Finally, in 2007, NASCAR replaced its car to a newly branded Carve Tomorrow, quote unquote, huh. or Gen 6 car. Although met with criticism for its aesthetics... Aesthetics.
0: Well, oh, who, who the fuck cares about the aesthetics? Its safety
1: was put on full display during qualifying at Texas Motor Speedway in 2008 when driver Michael McDowell hit the outside wall in turns one and two and proceeded to violently flip multiple times as the car disintegrated before finally oh coming to a stop in a crumbled, fiery heap.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: McDowell climbed from the wreck.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Completely unharmed.
0: So, the... Wow. Wow. Can you imagine that? No, I prefer not. Well, I mean, if my car is going to be a crumbling, fiery heap, I would like to picture myself walking out unharmed, but I would prefer my car not be a fiery, crumbling heap to begin with.
1: So since February 18th, 2001, no NASCAR driver has died while participating in a Cup Series event, which I did not know. Wow. No, a Cup Series event. True. But still. I would have thought at least one more person since then
0: really did some stuff so this stuff helped clearly
1: nascar has evolved to the point that driver safety is the number one priority in the sport good and it is commonly accepted that it took the death of earnhardt to Mm. make that possible today nascar is on the cutting edge of concussion studies and interestingly interestingly enough it was earnhardt's own son dale jr who prioritized his own safety and announced his retirement from the sport in 2017 i remember this as well Due to doctor's advice from concussions sustained uh-huh. in his career. and
0: They're, It's ZTE shit, right?
1: He was like, I've won races. I've won Daytona. He's like, I'll never be as, you know. <coughs> he was very popular himself for yeah. 17 years. And then he was just like, you know what? I've made a ton of, like, I'm done.
0: Well, and probably like, he's it. like, look i've got a job
1: waiting for me in the broadcast booth
0: right well and maybe he had a family and kids at that like a wife and kids at that point um and he's like so i remember what it was like when my dad died Mm -hmm. i don't want that to happen to my kids Mm -hmm. so maybe he was just like you know what now it's time to walk away my doctor says so i want to be there for my family so bye good for him
1: yeah so in a way, it's a bit ironic that Dale Earnhardt's death could have been prevented had he made his sa- his own safety right. a priority. This is in parentheses. While the invention of the Hans device came before his death, I remember that because okay. they were using it in F one at oh, that time okay. already.
0: Okay, but they weren't using it in NASCAR. Mm-mm.
1: Certain drivers were, I think, but Mm-mm. it wasn't it wasn't a Requirement or anything like thing. That, yeah. So the the Hans device had existed already. Okay. So Earnhardt was notoriously outspoken in his criticism of it oh, and its no. restriction on driver comfort and movement. So yeah. he was kind of like old school, like I've got to feel it, you know to...
0: I, I don't want to say that ZL Earnhardt would have been an anti-masker, but that's basically what anti-maskers say some who it's so uncomfortable, it's like it saves lives so shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs>
1: And this, and, well, again, it's just, it's...
0: It doesn't matter if it's going to save your life.
1: But he didn't think of it that way. Yeah, I mean, I, g- I get that. He, and he's, this is
0: something different, I get yeah, that. Yeah, he's he's
1: looking at it from, you know, he used to drive cars that went thirty four forty 40 miles an hour slower than what yeah. the car he's driving now. And now you have restrictor plate racing and yeah. all kinds of things have happened throughout his career. And he's just like, yeah, I gotta, I, I have to... Have an open face mask. I, know. I, I for could, see, open I could helmet. see
0: somebody saying, Well, I can't turn my head well enough to be able to see I'm actually gonna get in more crashes. I could see like somebody thinking that about like logistical stuff. I guess I mean comfort it's comfort is bullshit. I mean sorry.
1: Again, if you're going to be in this sport, especially at this level you're already like on the edge in certain ways that most yeah, of us can't I, I even you. can't even comprehend. Yeah. Like even if you're like a bottom level driver uh-huh. at the sport, you're still like your brain just is kind of it's wired different. wired different. Yeah. You know.
0: Think different.
1: <laughs> so Dale Jr chose to end his own career because his safety was a priority to him. Good for him. And yeah,
0: well, and he had a really glaring, like, example of what happens if you don't... And
1: I've seen know. interviews with him about, like, yeah. concussions. and, and yeah. I've I've seen interviews where he was like, I had to be in a, for days on end, in a dark room. Yeah. No ceiling fans, yeah. like, no lights. Yeah. No, he's like, oh. I couldn't even look at my phone.
0: Oh, that's horrible.
1: And he was just like, I just had to be in that state for yeah. a couple of days, yeah. like, here and there. And it's just like that's no way to live. No. It's it's really not. So, it wasn't all positive in the aftermath, however. Yeah. Bill Simpson, owner of Simpson Racing Products, the seatbelt manufacturer for okay. the car, was forced to resign from the company he founded and bears his name to this and bears his name to this day. Citing stress, Bill was accused by many experts and oh. fans alike for the faulty seatbelt that killed NASCAR's greatest driver.
0: But that's not what killed him. That's
1: the perception, though, Yeah. and we all know I perception mean, and is it's reality. it's
0: still an issue that it failed. Mm-hmm. It uh, is, but that's that could be like a single quality control issue or yes. something. It doesn't mean to say that the whole line product line was a problem, but yeah. still.
1: While it is widely accepted today that the seatbelt breaking was due to improper installation and not directly oh. and not directly causing death oh. the damage to Simpson's reputation was irreparable. Oh, that so sucks. It's, again, you yeah. know. That sucks. Immediately following Dale's death, control of his estate, team, and likeness were turned over to his wife Teresa. Oh good, good. Teresa continued to operate DEI's racing activity uh, from two thousand four to two thousand seven, team wide okay. performance uh, while team wide performance dropped dramatically. Dale Earnhardt Jr., frustrated at the team's direction and in a contract year, asked for majority ownership of the team, okay. which Teresa declined, and in May of 2007, Earnhardt Jr. announced he would not return to the team his oh father God. created. This is in parentheses, specifically for him, according to many who knew him closely, and instead opt for free agency. He would go on to race the rest of his career from 2008 to 2017 for Hendrick Motors, Motorsports. Hen- that's when he, that's when that he changed... The Hendrick? Yes, oh, okay. that's when he changed over to uh, uh, number eighty-eight and drove the Mountain Dew car.
0: So that kind of sucks because that sounds like a rift between him and his mom, stepmom. Oh,
1: oh,
0: oh, okay.
1: I'm pretty sure that it was a step-mom. Teresa wasn't. Yeah, his net. His yeah, or, uh, I don't. Anyway,
0: that maybe Dale Senior was on his second or. Anyway, like
1: married. it didn't uh, it's, it didn't end amicably
0: uh, that's too bad i mean uh that's hard when there's like a business involved in the personal stuff too it's one thing for personal stuff to be dealt with like as much on a personal level as possible which can already get very sticky after somebody dies but a business is a whole that's a whole other, other yes it's a
1: So in 2009, with business failing, Dale Earnhardt Incorporated, DEI, Mm -hmm. officially announced its merger with Chip Ganassi Racing to form Earnhardt Ganassi Racing. While initially a successful enterprise, even winning the 2010 Daytona 500 with with driver Jamie McMurray, the Earnhardt name was dropped by the team in 2014, officially rebranding itself back to the Chip Ganassi Racing team, with owner Chip Ganassi citing Teresa's overall lack of involvement for the reasoning yeah for the first time since 1996 their Earnhardt name and corporate uh. identity was gone from nascar
0: okay i mean okay it's just that, that's so a legacy the that's, business side of it but, yeah. but i mean i mean i get that that's part of it but sure. it is just the business side of it
1: so today dei still sits on the side of highway three named posthumously for dale in mooresville north carolina yeah it,
0: we've we've driven by plenty of oh yeah. uh dale earnhardt oh yeah boulevards and stuff
1: that one stretch of the interstate before you get yes, to Kannapolis Memorial is, Highway. yes whatever. is dale earnhardt memorial highway uh-huh. for like a right before you get there
0: yeah yeah i remember that
1: so uh so dei is still located in mooresville north carolina it is it is accessible to the public on only three days a week for just a hmm. few hours each day in the words of Jay Busby, author of the book *Earnhardt Nation*, the entire place is tomb-like. Isn't the right word because tombs have dust. Huh. It's sterile. That's it. Huh. The floors and the marble were buffed to a high shine. Nothing resembling a race team operates out of here any longer. For now, mm-hmm. this is how it ends for Earnhardt. His car's gleaming in a museum in a way they never did in reality. His trophies sealed behind glass. Yeah. His fire suits are framed among, uh, all along one wall. They hang there, empty, like the suits of armor from half-remembered wars. Hmm. Quote, unquote. To this day, Teresa maintains almost exclusive ownership of Dale Earnhardt's image and likeness, except for Dale's race cars and signature number three, still owned by Richard Childress. Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Well, because he was part of his team. Yeah. Sure.
1: He was the owner of his team, yeah. And still controls its use... Uh, as tightly as ever in 2019 the Kannapolis intimidators minor league baseball team announced they would change their name going into the 2020 season to the Kannapolis cannonballers a reference to the cannon mill that is the reason for the town's existence and namesake though the team did not officially comment on the reason to change the name many off-the-record sources cited an irreparable relationship between the team and Teresa Earnhardt and its efforts to continue to use Dale's likeness wow The remains of Dale were entombed in a private mausoleum on his property. It has never been made open to the public and is only visible via Google Earth. Wow. Interesting. The whereabouts of the car Dale was killed driving are to this day unknown. Wow. Returned to Richard Childress after NASCAR's investigations, which it would be, he's the owner of the car. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's rumored to have been destroyed by being crushed, buried on Childress's property, or sealed in a storage unit at an undisclosed location. In reality, only Childress knows the car's yeah. fate, and he's never publicly commented on it.
0: I, I mean, I get that. I get saying, like, this is part of a this horrible thing that happened to my team. It's none of your damn business. And whatever
1: he did with it is whatever he did yeah, with it. Yeah, And it's...
0: Hopefully, like, maybe Junior knows. So, if, if he wants to... It's not
1: exactly something you'd want to have hanging around. You know what I mean? <laughs> or
0: maybe, yeah. I, I would... If I were Childress, I'd be like, "Hey, hey, Dale Jr. Do you want to know about the car?
1: I'll show it to you, and then we'll decide like, or, what or we want to do, do with it. Just do
0: you want to know, or would you rather not know? Huh? And then let him. Decide well,
1: in the uh, in the Murder Ball documentary, which is a documentary uh-huh. about uh, quadriplegic right. rugby mm-hmm. in wheelchairs, paraplegic, I believe. No quad, quad rugby. Uh, I thought limited use of four limbs.
0: They had full use of their Limited arms.
1: Limited use.
0: I thought they. I thought Mm-mm. it was anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway,
1: but uh, there is the one guy in that in that documentary uh-huh. that that talks about you know how they have to you know use certain parts of their limbs and stuff like that and how they like but,
0: differently than people who are used to walking on legs. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, and it, I don't know. There is something about that that reminds me of this, like. It's like, dude, you're still like an all star driver, Dale Junior. Huh. Your father is
0: like almost your phantom limb or something. Kind of yeah. like something yeah. like that. You know? Yeah, I get that. I get because that. Because he
1: he can't he literally cannot escape the legacy of his no, father. Like no, cannot ever. Because his father died in a way where, which almost martyred him. You know yeah, what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But you know what? To be fair, like even if it dad, his dad had lived, like he still, wasn't he still wouldn't in have been a able to. Yeah. To some
1: extent, and it's it's yeah, amazing yeah. that he actually had the career that he did because yeah. I would say I don't I'm going don't off of somewhat right. memory I would say he won twenty to twenty five races maybe yeah. something in there and, and no I know and I know he won Daytona
0: and no one would have blamed him if he had never gotten a no. car again and I
1: do believe he did win at least one title but I'm not I'm not positive of any of what I just mentioned except for the Daytona because gotcha. I did see that happen
0: well it would it yeah literally. He,
1: Essentially, he still had a good career, even living in his the father's shadow. The fact that
0: he had a car driving career at all is yeah. pretty wild, because it means that he overcame.
1: I, and again, uh, these guys are I mean, just wired what, differently. It's, it's what just, he was raised to do, so it's I just like that. It's just like, hey, this could happen to any, even my I own father, mm-hmm. but we still go out and do yeah. I have comments about shit.
0: Teresa. We'll get to that next.
1: So NASCAR as an industry while initially surviving the loss of its biggest star has seen a steadily decreasing popularity since the 2009 recession actually oh. I do that's true with many fans commonly referring to February 18th 2001 as "quote unquote the day that NASCAR died." Uh. And that.
0: Oh wow.
1: Friends and family. Was wow. the death of Dale Earnhardt?
0: Well done, Matt.
1: And here are the pictures. Oh, there's Dale. If you want to thumb through 1975.
0: 1975 Dale, so that's a 23-year-old oh, Dale. Oh, my goodness. He, see, people back then didn't a, look that young.
1: He's got, like, a nice like Johnny Cash kind of thing hair. going he's on. He's got good hair. That's the uh His face looks the black older, car.
0: but everybody back then looked older. They did. Know? That's true, they did. That's the black 1988. car. 1988, okay. The Intimidator, the good wrench Intimidator.
1: GM Good Wrench.
0: Okay, after... F- Finally winning the 1998 Daytona 500. Yes.
1: Every crew oh, came yeah. out to Dale congratulate him. Dale was gradually them.
0: on his way to victory lane by every single crew member on mm-hmm. every on every team. Mm-hmm. An unprecedented show of respect for his crew by his peers. That's that's sweet. Dale and wife Teresa. Teresa looks a little younger than him. <laughs> on pit road moments before climbing into his car. Co- oh, this, oh was, yeah. this was right. Bef- Those, that's probably one of their last pictures together. hmm Dale parked on track during the red flag. Okay,
1: so that's Michael Waltrip is Mm -hmm. fifteen. Dale senior, senior Dale Junior. Dale Junior.
0: Bud. Bud. Napa. Bud and Goodwrench. Ooh, so this is the actual
1: crash. Yep. Look at the angle that he goes into the wall. And the other guy, because he goes in the wall like kind of sideways, like he's fine.
0: I mean, his front got wrenched. Yeah, but he's he's fine. You know what's what is really horrible is like i'm sure that footage is available it's like you're watching somebody dying oh yeah oh i mean not that you're literally seeing him but you know but that's what just happened no that
1: footage was played over and over again for a couple of weeks like after this happened
0: oh and then safety crews trying to get to um
2: because
1: i honestly i honestly think it was the the driver jamie mcmurray Uh when he went over to go see think and that's why he told michael waltrip and like dude he's fucking he's, yeah he didn't he's say it but he it. was just like but he knew he's like dude this fuck this is not good
0: oh and that's their victory or and michael waltrip
1: dale jr and michael at the following july yes 01. the following race in daytona
0: the hans divide oh okay yep, i see you it. see what i mean yep it's it's not around their well that it it's, is it's that not part around their neck it's around it's like a harness yes around, around their, their shoulder bone. and yes. yes i was like, I, I was explaining it in a weird yeah, way Yeah, you were saying around their neck i'm like well, well it kind of is
1: know? because your neck is in there but. your collarbone is. yes
0: i bet you would you would shatter your collarbone but better that than dying you know yeah
1: better than having your brain come through your skull
0: oh jesus christ that's that's horrific yeah I don't know why I cannot turn pages.
1: <laughs> I cannot right. turn pages. Oh,
0: this yep, I see the safer barrier. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like. So two this is like a uh, this is yes, padding and, in between,
1: and this is kind of like a sponge to absorb yep. before you get to the actual wall.
0: And there's a lot of space too yep. in between those sponges, so that yeah. Oh, there's the DEI. A carefully curated museum. I mean
1: the the couple of times that we've hung out in Charlotte, like I've kind of always wanted to go to the NASCAR Museum just, I'm to, okay. just to go. I'm
0: okay with that now, now that yeah. I've learned about it. I mean it's it's
1: it's right in the middle of downtown. So
0: So I do have thoughts about um uh this is something that actually I feel has um relevance to just, just everyday people. So it kinda sounds like certainly dale jr and Teresa had like a parting of ways yeah but because she was his wife and i'm assuming the will was such that or the estate was such that
1: he was worth 70 million dollars so who knows how that gets
0: but so i would be so shocked if he didn't have a will so i think he did and basically like his likeness his name everything went to her which is very common, you know. You give it to your spouse. That's mm-hmm. that's that's very very normal, um, or very common, but just sort of something for all of us to keep in mind. First off, this is extremely, like, um, morose. But do you have a will? Have you done any estate planning? Um, if you are of middle- well, well,
1: well, let's 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 hope some of our listeners, and we hope all of you, but we know that's not true, have an estate. <laughs> <laughs> to, right. To well, with, so there there are property. there
0: are instances in which maybe that's not a top priority, and I totally get that. But like you know, if you're middle class above, if you've got kids, um, at if least you have, have assets, at least
1: have something on paper.
0: If well,
1: and you can work from there.
0: Well, yes, and and make it legal. Like even, well, that's what I mean. There are ways yeah. to do that that don't involve going to an attorney. You can just go to um, a, you
1: can just go to your bank.
0: Well, we were able to because our credit union did Mm do um, wills through an attorney. It wasn't even a bank, it was a credit union. Yes, through an attorney um, that did it at a discount and everything. But just if you have assets, if you have descendants, or if you want to control your assets or your legacy after (coughs) your death, like there's only one way to control that and that's through that's, legal and the, and, and enforcement I was say,
1: and it's legally
0: yes it is le- it is legally that's how you do it if you don't care you don't care that's fine yeah. that's fine you don't have to care
1: um, but and this has been no th- no i know I i'm kidding
0: you're doing it to me <laughs>
1: Sorry. i didn't realize you were in the middle
0: no but, but what I'm saying is, because especially, I mean, my guess is we're not talking to, like, celebrities or people with multi-million dollar estates. And if you are one, why don't you send some money our way and we'll <laughs> spread it out to everybody. But, no, I'm joking. But, um like, that... Uh, c- A lot of people think it's really morbid, but thinking about what you want after you die is important because the only way you can control it is now. You won't be able to control it after you die, you know? So it's something you have to think about ahead of time. And there are a lot of people who know that they should have a will or, oh yeah, I've never gotten around to it. If that is you, get around to it. I'm saying that is Rachel telling you, demanding of you you need to do it like it's not really an optional thing you- if you need to do it, you need to do it. deal with it, get it done, and then you don't have to think about it again, most likely so all right, go ahead you i
1: I can speak now, yes, thank you so that so that was. If you have $70 million out there. No, it's and not, need to, no, no, it's I'm, not I'm, about
0: $70 million at all. It's about anything that you want to control after your death. Yes, That's it. And if you don't want to control anything, fine. But if you do, or you don't want whatever is... Or you know what? Even if you just want to make it really, really clear so your, your loved ones don't have to think about it. Like, that's another reason. But a lot of shit goes down because people don't estate plan in a way that... Turns out to be,
1: and if you're happy
0: for everybody, you know.
1: If you're people my age, which some of our listeners are, mm-hmm. the polite way to ask, which which I've done oh, to yeah, both of my yeah. parents, mm-hmm. is just, "Do you have your affairs in order?" Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they. That's true. That's another they, I, thing. I I think they know what you mean, uh-huh. and it's just like because uh, family members of mine, uh-huh. not direct siblings, but they're mm-hmm. Uh, husbands or wives have gone through things like there is no trace of and everybody's trying on top of dealing with a death
0: yes and there's and there's just shit all over the place and, and it is a complicated legal matter when somebody dies we don't like to think about a death as a it becomes, business. It becomes a much easier
1: legal matter yes. if you have something mm-hmm. legally filed. Yeah. Saying yep. this mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. Yeah. Whatever happens after that, yep. you gotta squabble among yourselves.
0: Right. Well and that's <laughs> true. Like, that, yeah. uh, keep in mind too, you have the right that whatever happens to your estate happens. So like if Dale Earnhardt was like, I want it all to go to Teresa, period, end of story. And it's like, well, now it's all sterile and, you know, in this museum. You know what? If he said, I want her to decide, then what happened was what he wanted. You know? And you can't question, like, you don't get to question that. Because it was his shit. It was his legacy. It was his life. And whatever happened to it, he had that control over. And if he decided that she was the one worthy of that control, then that was his decision. And you just have to move on you know that like that's that's i i mean i'm not saying that of dale junior <laughs> like i get it but still i think he's doing just fine but he's all right mm-hmm. yeah.
1: the kids are all right
0: the kids are all right in yeah. the words of the who yeah all right um i am stuffy and tired no. so maybe we'll move on ourselves <laughs> I
1: think maybe we should <laughs>
0: 250 in the can
1: that was our 250th episode. And, it, and, and it, not with a bang, but a whimper. And it ended so gracefully.
0: It was wonderful. We stumbled <laughs> to the finish line in true All Bad Things fashion. Yes. I'm just, like, gesturing with my Kleenex, like yes. a You're
1: gesturing for, like, a like a off-road race.
0: Yeah, like the white flag.
1: Yeah. Street race.
0: Ugh. No street race. Which you decried earlier. I yes. do decry. Yes. I do decry. I do decry.
1: Street <laughs> racing. The opposite of I do declare. I
0: do declare. I do decry. I do decry. <laughs> so, thank you all for hanging with us in this episode, especially given my voice and condition. And, and
1: if you're somebody who has listened to all 250 oh my episodes,
0: God, we haven't even listened to all 250 episodes. Our
1: condolences.
0: <laughs>
1: We're sorry that we uh, put you through this. But somehow we made it. But at the same time, you're happy that we put you through this, so then, you know, you do know, you. You do you. <laughs> you, do you. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So, I felt like I learned a lot. Thank you, Matt. That was very well yeah, done. Yeah, like, script. fuck
1: Dale Earnhardt is gone now, it isn't it? Is, it is. It yeah. is.
0: But you know that was out of context. I, I was misquoting. Well. I was correctly quoted you in our correct- context. Yeah, so <laughs> I was going to say.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yes. But that was the death of Dale Earnhardt. Um, This has been another episode, the 250th episode of All Bad Things. I'm Rachel. I'm David. We'll see you next week.